Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Wednesday, July the 26th, 2023. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, emolument, which means money, gifts, or perks received due to one's job or position. Emolument. I hope everyone is enjoying their Wednesday or will enjoy their Wednesday midweek swing, midweek swing once again. Middle of the work week. We're almost there. We're almost there. Man, well, the hot topic, no pun intended, of course, is the the weather, the heat, the heat, the heat, the heat. Woo, boy. Uh, high 90s, real feels 100 plus degrees here in North Carolina. It's finally arrived. You know, it, it was on the West Coast. Then it went in the, down to the Southwest with Texas and Arizona and places in Las Vegas and places like that where they had been experiencing 100, not real feel, feels like 100 degree days consecutively for about a month or more maybe. In some spots. So it's finally made its way here in North Carolina. Uh, today they're saying temperatures are going to be in the 90s with a, a real feel of close to 100. And tomorrow and Friday and Saturday, maybe it'll die off on Sunday. We're talking uh, high 90s, real feel 105 to 106, if not more, until it dies off Sunday. There quite possibly could be a, a little front coming through. But even that may be short-lived. <laughs> For all of you out there that have been griping, that griped all winter, talking about how cold it was, I'll be glad when the summer gets here. It's here. I bet you ain't complaining about that winter, that cold air now. <laughs> I know I'm not. I'm looking forward to it. I wish it was here now. Man, stepped outside yesterday and I was like, whoa. And that was, um, man, I, I want to say that was about 10 or 11. And I was like, man, what in the world? Humid. That humidity. Wow. I, 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 could, I could feel it. I could feel the real feel. <laughs> I could feel it. I felt it all. Just wow. Uh, and then, you know, hey, look, this heat wave is uh, also going to affect the northeast and has affected the Northeast because up in Brooklyn, New York, of all places, they got what they call straight line winds. If you know anything about straight line winds, it's not a tornado, but it's very close to a tornado. Tornado, and, and and those winds, those straight line winds, they come. And when they come, they, they of course now they're they're doing a little cleanup, uh, trees or whatever, what have you. Uh, I guarantee you, Brooklyn, New York ain't used to that. <laughs> and these high temps, with well, the high temps they might be used to, but those straight line winds and quite possibly the chance of uh, tornadoes, I don't think they're used to that. I know they're not. Man, and, and speaking of tornadoes, man, we had a tornado touchdown here last week in uh, Nash and Edgecombe counties that's around Rocky Mount, uh, rural area areas, and, and luckily no one was killed. It came through last Wednesday about 12.30 or so. Middle of the day. Unexpected. Uh, by the time, you know, they had the, the watch and the warning, it came back to back. 
they, they, you know, folks just didn't have any time. It was like Johnny on the spot. They had to shelter in place wherever they were. Uh, like I said, luckily no one was killed. Uh, Pfizer, which has a, a, a plant in Rocky Mount, that was heavily damaged. So much so, um, you could see their products scrolling everywhere. These products are used in hospitals. There's medication, there's vaccines, whatever, what have you. And it was scrolling everywhere. And so Pfizer had to come in, had to send trucks to uh, whatever was left over, try to salvage what they could. That's how these st these storms work. Um, it just doesn't affect us as regular, regular folks. It affects a lot of people. And, and, and it tore that the back end of that plant where all that medication and vaccines or whatever was stored, it tore that to shreds. That thing stayed on the ground. And it went through several, uh, it went through two counties actually. And, and it went through several communities. It stayed on the ground, they said about 30 minutes. A EF3 tornado. Mm, 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 mm. Now, uh, like I said, no one was killed, but there were some seriously injured. And the stories that came out after, man, uh, folks said, they, hey, I was just going about my regular day. I was at home. And all of a sudden, I heard that old familiar train whistle. Boy, I sure don't want to be caught up in that. I would not want to be caught up in something like that. Wow. Just wow. Just wow. Pray for those folks down there in Nash and Edgecombe counties because, like I said, they are doing the cleanup and you know folks are coming together uh it's not just folks from that area it's, it's folks from other parts of the state also and some from out of state coming together to help those folks down there but they're, they're picking up the pieces as much as as best as they can they, they just are they just are all right let's move along here man hey look uh that that ups strike i know you guys have heard about that they've been talking about it the past week they were supposed to get together uh, and, and before the deadline of July 31st, come up with a, a, a tenant, a, a deal. Uh, of course, you know, the, the biggest thing why anyone goes on strike, money. But it uh, looks like uh, sometime yesterday or last night, they reached a tentative deal, they're saying. So uh, they haven't outlined the specifics of this tentative deal. I guess it's, it's, it's a good deal because what they're saying is, hey, uh, the deadline, like I said, was July 31st, so they said sometime in August they're going to take everything to the board, Teamsters Union, and they're going to vote on it. Man, if that strike would have happened, some 325,000 workers would have walked out of their, off of their jobs, and they're saying that if that was to happen, that could have cost uh, billions, Just even if they just stayed off their job for a week. It could have been up in the billions and what it would have cost. And that that would have tore the U.S. economy. <laughs> well, the U.S. economy ain't doing that good. Some say it is, some say it ain't. But that 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 billions that was looming because of this possible U.S. Uh, UPS strike, yeah, it would have sent the economy into a tailspin. Uh, some try to brush it off, say, ah, oh, it wouldn't have been that bad. But, man, strike is a strike, especially with UPS. Now, you know, UPS, they they are one of the, they're not as old as the Postal Service, but they are in now direct competition with, you know, hey, Amazon and, and those guys, companies like that. So they can't afford a strike and still stay afloat, I don't think. I, I feel safe in saying that. That would be my opinion. 
they can't afford a strike. So those Teamsters Union, hey, they got together and, and somehow or another they hammered out hammered out some sort of a deal. Uh, tentative. We'll see. We'll maybe at some point in time we'll get the details of what that deal was. But wow, just wow, just wow. So there's a lot going on in this country as as it relates to labor and and folks wanting uh, they're just due. Okay, COVID upset the apple cart. It just did, just did. And keeping with labor talks, hey, uh, you know, some time ago I talked to you guys about the Great Resignation era as a direct result of COVID. Uh, the folks realize, hey, I'm expendable. I, I got bills to pay. I got family to take care of. I got things that I want to do. And COVID came along and, and upset the apple cart. And these folks, a lot of us realize, uh, I am indeed expendable, and no, much, no matter how much hard work I put in and, and my input or whatever, it could all be gone away from me, just like that. could be snatched out from up under me, and I'll be back to struggling and trying to figure something out. So what they're saying now is, you know, folks resigned from a lot of jobs during this time, during the past few couple of years, and what they're saying now, the employers are on a kick where they got to they're trying to usher in the great retention era meaning they want to retain these folks their top employees the best of the best the brightest of the bright so a lot of employers are, are trying to retain folks and they're asking hey what can I, us as a company what can we do to keep you here and we're going to implement these changes where well, some of the changes that a lot of folks and a lot of employees said was hey uh, this turnover rate that's draining. Uh, so the employers, they agree and said, yeah, we got we got to do something about this turnover rate. Uh, it costs, on average, thousands of dollars to, when, when companies hire these new employees, it costs thousands of dollars just to train them. And, and it, it ain't no low thousand. We're, we're talking big thousands of dollars just to train incoming personnel. As opposed to you retaining those that are already there, those that know how to do the job, and pay them more. And that is at the top of the list, better pay, and of course benefits. It's no surprise there. And of course they're saying more training and more educational opportunities. Now, you know, with, with everything that's going on with AI and technology, you know, we saw COVID and how a lot of these uh, companies, especially retail, and, and, and how they got together and they came up with using AI and technology, these these business, business model of, uh, you know, how things are delivered, how goods and services are handled. And then, you know, we had the, the that thing with, with, with the supply chain where stuff was sitting out in the harbor <laughs> for for God knows how long. So a lot of these companies are there saying to themselves, hey, we got to figure out a way to not only change our business model, but also keep those that are here now, keep them here. So we don't have to retrain or train and spend thousands on training folks that quite possibly just might not work out. Because it's like I said, hey, a lot of folks realize, hey, working for somebody else, being on somebody's clock during COVID and after COVID just ain't my bag. So I ain't trying to go that route no more. So we got a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of those businesses that rely on having people in 
there because another thing that came up also was those folks that want to work from home there a lot of businesses some businesses are saying hey it's cool to work from home and some are saying no we need you in here so there's a lot going on with labor in this country so that's why I say I don't think UPS can afford a, a, a strike it looks like they figured it out they said no way no how we can't do that what do we, what do we have to do just gonna have to bite the bullet keep folks here because if they had went on strike they would have to bring uh, folks in and have to train them. Not a good look. Not a good look. So it appears that employers have finally figured it out. Or at least they have to admit, yeah, we need you. You ain't that expendable when we have to bring in new folks and train them and spend thousands of thousands of dollars to get them up to par somewhat just to be able to do the job. So it looks like a lot of employers, uh, they're going to start paying folks more, better benefits, and 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 maybe start treating them a little, the little people, the, the, the employees a little better. But the educational part, that's the catalyst for me. I think uh, you know, one, you know, as I was coming along, working on someone's clock, uh, they really didn't care about your education, not unless that job required that you have, you know, that that education. But just regular degular folks, they could care less about your education. And they could even care lesser about educating you. A lot of companies now, they'll send folks into some kind of training or they'll even send them back to school to get uh, uh, qualified to be able to do a job or two and pay them. Hmm. So maybe... If, if I can say this, if it sounds feasible to you, some of you guys, maybe COVID, COVID wasn't such a bad thing. I mean, it, of course, it, it, it did shake a lot of things up. It did. Shook a lot. Hey, change some folks' business models. They had to go to that technology, especially at retail. You know, uh, contact contactless delivery, uh, in-store pickup or curbside pickup. So they, they they may have, we may, well, I won't say may. Let's be honest with each other. We are experiencing a new labor force, a new way of doing business. And it most definitely includes technology, AI. If you think it to yourself, well, I don't think it's that big. You know, I know you guys have heard me talk about this, but you'll do a Google search on something and, and you find what you're looking for or whatever and then you go to your social media site and then you'll see little um, ads I start popping up all over the place no matter what social media site you use you'll see these ads whether it be Facebook, Instagram or Twitter you'll see these ads popping up that's AI that's technology those algorithms are working you put in that that put that search in that search box over there on Google, and you got all the information you needed, and you you signed and you backed out of it, and then you go to your social media site, you see the ads. It's happened to me multiple times, and I'm looking like, wow, what the world? Technology. It is and has continues to change the world, the way we think, the way we do business. How we entertain ourselves most definitely is a new labor market. And if you're one of those that are saying, oh, I ain't going to do this or that or whatever, 
You might want to think again, just so you can stay afloat. No more uh, using your, your bronze or your muscles. It's about using your mind now. So that's why I say, hey, maybe COVID was a good thing. Shook some things up. Got a lot of folks out of that comfort zone that many of us enjoy so much. Don't knock it. Don't you dare knock it. Wow. We're a fast-moving world. <laughs> All right, let's give you, I'll give you guys a little update on this. Uh, wow, this Gilgo Beach serial killer. Boy, this guy. This guy here. Ooh, buddy, you were on one. This one. Uh, like like I told you guys, he's he's been connected or accused of killing three women, and there's one more. They're trying to get evidence and and, and figure out if he's if he is connected to her uh, death also. But uh, they also have discovered and they've done searches. He has some property. He has a, a home in uh, Las Vegas, and he has. Uh, several properties in South Carolina so folks the, the, the law enforcement officials have been searching in and around those homes for evidence or, or quite possibly any type of evidence that that can link him to any of these murders and they've also started in his New York home they've started digging in that backyard mm, 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 mm. Now, there was a rumor that he had a, a, I guess like a a, a vault or whatever and, and but that's been dismissed they say what it was it was a gun vault he had several guns several hundred guns that they took from the home but the thing for me is they, they just started digging in that backyard why are y'all digging in that backyard what's back there this guy was on one um a regular well, I can't call him regular now but for all appearances it was just a regular guy he was a well-known architect had a wife kids uh, yada 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 run the gamut he was just a regular old guy that had the appearance that he was just working coming home and enjoying family life buying up properties all over the United States <laughs> I'm not laughing I'm not laughing but man this guy wow uh, by the way Surprise, surprise, surprise. The wife has filed for divorce. Hmm. You know, I hear a lot of people, and even I have asked myself also, I say, well, how in the world can you be with somebody that's doing this and not know what they're doing? No clues or hints or red flags. I mean, apparently there's a lot of folks out there like that that live this double life. Cause this guy, like I said, he was um, he was an architect, well-known architect. He won't no slouch, and he was apparently, allegedly, going around killing prostitutes. Wow, uh, I got no words. I, I got no words whatsoever. I'm just as thrown as some of you are. I can't believe. I'm looking around like, wow, what in the world? How could, it? but, you know, like I said, the wife filed for a divorce, so how could she not know? Was he that good? Apparently. Because no one in a million years, everyone that they talked to, uh, they all said, I, I didn't, not him. 
didn't see him and then of course you know they're going to find a few <laughs> they're going to find a few they say, yeah he was always odd he was always off and they found a few apparently folks that he went to school with or came up or grew up with and they said yeah he was always off something was always odd he was a loner yada 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 rah 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 shish boom bah. come on now that describes me <laughs> a loner always to himself uh, wasn't in the in crowd Am I a serial killer? <laughs> that describes me. Like I said, you're going to find folks all the time. They find folks that say, no, not him. Then you find folks that say, yeah, I can believe it. He was strange. He was off. He was standoffish. He didn't want to hang. He didn't do this. Yeah, yeah, rah, 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 shish, boom, bah. But, man. Uh, and they're saying quite possibly uh, what them searching them, those homes or those. He has three properties in South Carolina, apparently. And he has a home which he shared with him, uh, his wife and, and, and himself in Las Vegas, what they're saying is quite possibly could this guy been bringing those some a, a lot more victims to these homes and properties, even to his home in New York? Wow. Buddy, 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 buddy. I don't know about that one. And uh, uh, let me just say right here, right now, uh, disclosure, I ain't no damn serial killer. I'm just me. <laughs> Sorry, God. Don't care about fitting in. Never have, never will. I, I know that a lot of times they say that's, that's the tell-all sign of these uh, mass murderers or serial killers. Yeah, maybe for some, but it ain't for me. I, I, ain't, got that, I ain't got that fight in me. I just, I, hey, I just sometimes I enjoy being to myself. Just do, just do, always have. That, that, that's just it. That's just it. So rest easy, folks. I ain't no serial killer <laughs> or no mass murderer. I'm just not. Just not. All right. Let's go get it. Looks like Hunter Biden finds himself in the hot seat. Whoa. Well, he's supposed to go in front of the judge sometime this morning and uh, find out if the judge will accept his plea deal sweetheart that's that that hey hey i'm sorry this was a sweetheart deal even i gotta step back and say damn <laughs> boy because i could i could tell you and i can feel very safe in saying this. Had this been you and I, regular degular citizens that get out here and work every day, we wouldn't have got no deal like this. Now he's going in front of the judge this morning to face uh, uh, tax evasion charges, uh, gun charge. Uh, apparently, I, I, like I said before, I didn't know it was a crime. If you're, you're somehow, some way been discovered that you're an addict, you're not supposed to be in possession of a gun. So he has a gun charge, uh, failure to pay taxes, tax evasion. And uh, I believe there's another charge also. But uh, what's happening is all of that is going to be suspended with probation. Yeah, you know, his lawyers argued and said, hey, this is his first time, first offense of him being involved in something like this. And, and, and he's not a bad person. He's just fighting an addiction. Understandable. Understandable. But that tax evasion, what they're saying, they're trying to link that and trace that back to. His father, President Joe Biden. They're saying he was he had some uh, dealings with his son too. Stands the reason. 
even though the White House came out and President Biden came out and said he didn't have he didn't do any business with his son. So, well, maybe he didn't. It could happen. I gather. Oh, by the way, also uh, the investigation into that Coca-Lena that was found in the White House is done. CIA said, "Hey, we can't we can't figure it out. We can't make heads and tails of it. It's done." Could have been some random person walking through the White House on a tour that dropped that baggie of Coca-Lina. Chi-chi the yayo. Hmm. Okay, uh, getting back to this. <laughs> Come on, man. Getting back to this. Uh, uh, of course, you know, many on the other side, Republicans are saying, man, this was a sweetheart deal. This guy is getting off scot-free. The judge needs to needs to the, the, the say no way, no how. Kick that plea deal back and let these lawyers and, and on both sides come back and work something out. He needs to serve some jail time. His first offense, first time he's ever been caught up in something like this. Feel sorry for you. But that was this is a sweetheart deal. It, it just is. I, I, hey. You and I have been on this earth long enough. We know. We know sweetheart deals. We know what goes on uh, with these deals and these plea agreements. Um, you know, I, 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 I was in a training one time. and, and, and I, Well, I was an unarmed security guard. I was in a training. We had some guy giving the training. Somehow or another, some way, somehow, the topic of justice came up in, in the conversation. You know, talking about the court systems and the police officers, yada, 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 yada. A very interesting thing. Uh, he made a very interesting statement. He said that a lot of folks are looking for justice. When all actuality in the judicial system, there is no justice. It's about what you can do to either prove someone's guilt or that person can prove their innocence that's not justice that's you working a system by any and all means to get out of trouble or get a lesser sentence so in other words ain't about no justice ain't about no right or wrong it's that money money and 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 what Political or social influence through networking and, and uh, plea plea agreement, you can further your own career if you're in the judicial system. Lawyers, judges, district attorneys. Yeah, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. There's no such thing as justice. There's no such thing in this judicial system of right versus wrong. We see it every day, and now we see this. There's no way in the world anyone in this world sitting or listening to this podcast or me interacting with day-to-day could tell me that this wasn't a sweetheart deal. You're the president's son. You got to plead him for tax evasion and gun charges. I'm not sure if there was a drug charge in there. But no more than, you know, they're saying he, he had a gun and he has already been, it has already been proven that he was uh, addicted to drugs. So he shouldn't have had a gun. And he's going to get nothing but probate, probation, looks like. Not going to serve any time. Has he served any time? I don't think he served any time. No more than just going down and, and answering to the charges and then walking back out. Could that have been you and I? Ain't no way in the world. 
First of all, we ain't got no money for no damn bail. <laughs> Get bonded out. So we probably would have been sitting in there until it went to trial. So, uh, hey. All he had to do was show up and say, yeah, uh, guilty or not guilty or whatever. Yeah, I answer to the charges. And walk right back out and let his lawyers work with the uh, DA to work out a plea deal. Had it been you and I, nah, we would have been still sitting in there sweating bullets. Yeah, we would have. We just would have. Come on, man. Let's cut the nonsense. This was a sweetheart deal. Hey, if if it works for you, it works for you. But don't try to sit there and tell me that uh, this is the way the judicial system works. It treats everybody fairly. Everyone deserves a, or gets an opportunity to plead their case and they can get a plea deal too. That's bull. That's, that's bull. If you and I, like I said, we'd be sitting in there sweating bullets. And we would pull every single last day that they would have gave us. Wouldn't have been no plea deal. Wouldn't have been no uh, probation. Might would have been probation after we served a certain amount of time. Well, we wouldn't have got no damn plea deal. We would have pulled every bit of that time, if not damn near close to it. So yeah, you got a sweet deal. You got a sweetheart deal, man. Cut the crap. I don't care about him, him being the uh, president's son. Who's a Democrat. That was a sweetheart deal. Had it been a Republican son and he got that treatment, that was a sweetheart deal. It is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. Sweetheart deal. Just was. Uh, so I, I don't I don't buy into this uh, uh, partisan crap of, of saying, oh, they're attacking him because he's the president's son. He wouldn't do it to anyone. Yeah, the hell they would. Wouldn't have got no sweetheart deal, though. <laughs> You've been locked up. Just would have. And there's no other way around it, man. So yeah, he got him a good sweetheart deal. I, I ain't mad at you. Hey, if it works for you, it works for you. For, the user, for those out there that are saying justice, 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 ain't no justice. It's how you work the system. Simple and plain. Just is. Just is. I'm going to get out of here. I think I've taken up enough of your, you folks' time. Hey, well, well, before I go, man, um, I'm still trying to figure out, and, and, and there's not that much details or information coming out about this U.S. soldier that fled to North Korea. Have you guys heard about that? Um... He was stationed in South Korea. And if you know anything about the demilitarized zone, it, it, it is literally uh, north-south. Uh, you know, you got a guard shack for South Korea. You got a guard shack for North Korea. And they're literally standing there looking at each other. But um, this U.S. soldier who was stationed in South Korea... Apparently, he went on a tour and he just bolted across to the North Korean side. It's odd. Now, apparently, what they're saying is um, he had already faced some disciplinary charges and, and, and he may have been disgruntled and upset about that. But good Lord, homie. <laughs> I don't know if you would have wanted to run the North the North Korean side. I mean, what was that about? And then if if you had had was under disciplinary uh, action or actions, maybe he had finished serving his his his, his uh, punishment, and he went on a tour, 
what came what was going on that made you go to the North Korean side now his mother has came out and said she just can't see her son doing that I can't either but as I've said many times ago uh, many times the adjustment to military life from civilian life because this was a young kid for all intents and purposes I believe uh, that adjustment it could take you it could take you anywhere uh, it could take you here there and, and, and anywhere uh, the adjustment to military life coming out of civilian life especially if, if you're young young uh, fresh out of high school or whatever it's a culture shock so whatever he did whatever disciplinary action they took Maybe it set them into a uh, some sort of whirlwind tailspin where he bolted for the North Korean side. Uh, I believe he's still being detained by North Korea. They're still talking to him. I, I imagine they're scratching their damn heads like, why are you here? What? Why are you, <laughs> why are you over here? Uh, I don't think North Korea has any gain by keeping him. He was just a regular old uh, enlisted military service member. And I'm not making light of that. But I don't think he had any uh, secret information or, or any top secret clearance. Hell, they disciplined the guy. He got upset and he bolted. Hmm. Ah, oh, this is a strange, strange world we are living in. I'm going to try to look and, and see if I can find out some more information on that because that one had me scratching my head and, and I was somewhat mind boggled. I was like, why in the world would anyone? Just randomly decide to run to North Korea. <laughs> he ran to North Korea. I don't know why. Uh, maybe the army was treating him that bad. Yeah, if you know anything about that DMZ zone, that demilitarization zone, it literally sits right in front of each other. It's just like that. You know, uh, you're literally sitting there looking at the guy who's on watch on the opposing side. Praying for you. I pray for you. Hope you, you figure it out. And, uh, and pray for you when you get back uh, to the other side over here. Have to deal with the United States military and now the United States government because they're they're looking and they want some answers too. Maybe he just made a foolish young mistake. Wasn't thinking. Maybe he clearly didn't know what, what he, the implications were for him doing that. Praying for you. Hope it works out for you. I don't know about that, buddy. I don't know about that. Well, that's all for me today, and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears. Continue to like, follow, support, show, follow, support, share on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, YouTube. Get in that comment section after you hit that like and subscribe button. Let me know what you think of, uh, uh, Think about, hey, Hunter Bot, was it a sweetheart deal? Maybe I'm just running off at the mouth. Was it a sweetheart deal? Yeah, it was. And what about this kid that just bolted to the other side, ran over to North Korea? What do you think was on his mind? Hmm. We'll see. We will see. And going back to Hunter Biden will that judge accept that plea deal or will he say nope y'all go back and sit down somewhere and figure this out this is not justice mm -mm. hey and as always thank you for listening wherever you are streaming hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts 
keep you in the loop. And as always, my name is Stephen Carnegie. Thank you for listening. This is Just a Thought. Amen.